Hello and welcome back to another episode of Nick Tiffany's Movie Reviews. Coming at you online in print format at nicktiffany.com, in audio wherever you get your podcasts, and in video on YouTube. Today, I thought and I hope that we'd be kicking it and throwing it back to the original Spy Kids. Because we're talking Spy Kids, Armageddon, the fifth Spy Kids film from Robert Rodriguez. All of this is from the the brain man child who brought us the original Spy Kids movies. And against my better judgment, having looked at the poster, going so far as watching a trailer for it, reading a little bit of the background, I was like, okay, uh, you know, Zachary Levi is going to be starring... I'm kind of like, okay, and it's, you know, it's straight to Netflix, so I understand that, you know, maybe maybe they're changing the tune for Spy Kids. I think maybe they did the same with the last one. I didn't watch the Joel McHale, Jessica Alba Spy Kids 4D. You know, back then it seemed ludicrous they were doing another one without any of the original people. New kids, the kids were younger then. Now we're doing Spy Kids with Zachary Levi and Jane the Virgin, Gina Rodriguez, and two kids who probably are even younger than the last ones and have got to be the most kid-like of the Spy Kids, I would say. Um, And so I was like, well, you know what? It's on Netflix. I figure I loved the first three growing up watching those movies. I really, really enjoyed them as a kid um, and as a young adult into adulthood now i've gone back and rewatched some of them and it's like honestly they hold up pretty well as goofy and silly as they could be and understanding that yes at their core these are kids movies or it's a family movie i think for me where the term family movie always kind of gets a bad rep is it's like oh you know so it's gonna kind of be kitschy it's gonna be maybe a little feel goody really on the nose with whatever message it's trying to deliver but it's you know, harmless. It's fun for the whole family. You know, when I look at those first three Spy Kids movies, and even though, yes, they're kids' movies, maybe they're family movies, they're such good stories. And they're such enjoyable and compelling characters. Whether it's Antonio Banderas and Carla Gugugana, um, yeah, I can never pronounce her name properly, so that's on me. Amazing actress. The two of them, before you get to Junie and Carmen, are like incredible to watch. Junie and Carmen were believable as siblings, this annoying, like, you know what, I know you're the older sister, but, you know, I'm going to be teasing you and flicking you and doing whatever. And, you know, of course, she's pretty darn smart, though, obviously. Junie's young and he's reckless and he's got a lot of heart, but he's misguided because he's a young kid, obviously. And it felt like watching those movies, it was like, all right, these are kids I can relate to. They're not your standard Disney channel kid. Who's like super know-it-all and like, actually I'm just a brainiac. And that's why everyone in my family is stupid. And you're like, you were five years old. Like, why are you like this? No one is like that, you know, but Disney loves that shtick. And there's just like types of kids you see in movies and TV shows that just grate you. And it's like, this is the most annoying black Adam the most annoying kid who's probably ever been added to a comic book movie, skateboarding around like he's Marty McFly, just unbelievable, annoying, and you're like, wow, this movie's actually worse because of this kid. I hate to say that, but I'm like, no, none of this was necessary. So 
spy. It's, I feel like it's already hard enough sometimes to get great kid actors who aren't like either phoning it in or too cheesy and like, I don't want to say too professional, but it's just like, all right, you're clearly acting kid, like way older than you are. So those spy kids felt like they were a great age for also believing that they're going to be doing all this high tech spy adventure stuff. So spy kids, Armageddon, you start in a world where you've got the two parents played by Gina Rodriguez and Zachary Levi. They're cheesy, kind of funny. They lock up their kids' video game consoles. Secretly, they're super spies, and they've got this Armageddon code, which can unlock anything, any device, whatever. So they use it for good. But then something happens, of course. Parents get kidnapped, and the kids, who are really, again, like, let me really emphasize, like, if you thought they were kids and spy kids, like, these are little children. Um, you know, it's kind of up to them to discover what's happened because what you have is this massive video game world almost come to life when the bad guy of the story, of course, you know, video game CEO, he kind of is like, Oh, I'm going to put video games on every screen in the world and the adults and everybody, no one will be able to access their money, gas, the electric pad to get into their home, nothing, you know, and it's up to the children who know how to play Temple Run and mobile iPhone games and Fortnite and Roblox and all that. It's up to them to beat these games and unlock these devices and get everything back online. And while initially there's a lot of similarities to maybe even the first Spy Kids or Spy Kids 3D, this idea of video game world and blending that with ours, God, the execution could just not have been any different. I mean, number one, largely uninteresting characters all across the board. The bad guy played by Billy Magnuson. I mean, he's like, yeah, I'm an evil guy and I'm trying to be evil. You know, he's doing the best with what he's got. I understand it. Uh, but like Zachary Levi, I don't know. After the Shazam movies, but especially Shazam 2, I'm kind of like, I liked Chuck. I liked him when he was back in the back in the TV days of Chuck, but he just feels like he's trying too hard in everything he's been doing lately. And so he's just kind of annoying here. Gina Rodriguez is fine. She's fun, kind of funny sometimes, but you know, it's like, Oh, just a silly, stupid parents, not understanding you kids and your technology. You know, I kind of wish it was almost that a little bit, but it's like really specific. Like, you know, the kids are like stealing keys to unlock, stealing their parents keys and codes to like unlock their, nintendo switch so they can play for a while and of course that ends up being what helps win them the day not to spoilers really but it's like you know the message here is it's like at least that i got out of this was like you know what video games and being able to play them and having kids who are obsessed with screen time it really paid off here because all you parents were screwed when uh when all those devices got locked up now so i realize i'm also an almost 28 year old man reviewing a pg movie meant for younger audiences so again grain of salt i'm sure your kids probably won't care to be honest if your kids are under the age of 10 they're probably not going to care if you wanted to show them a spy kids movie that was interesting that had well-written characters that was actually funny that looked better in the early 2000s somehow than a movie filmed in 2023 
watch the first three Spy Kids movies. And also watch Shark Boy and Lava Girl. I mean, there's so much in this realm and genre that is so good and celebrated about. Even the VFX of the Thumb Thumbs look cooler than some of the maybe VFX or practical effects in this new one. I just like, I knew my expectations weren't high. And again, you know, I'm a kid who grew up on the Spy Kids, so maybe I'm too close to it. But this is like a far cry from what Robert Rodriguez himself started with the original Spy Kids. I mean, really, I watched it with a buddy of mine. I was like, hey, you know, I'm not trying to drag you into this, but, you know, we'll we'll watch it together. Spy Kids Solidarity, you know, and it was just kind of like, that was fine. It was a Spy Kids movie, I guess, I guess. But again, I'm like, the kids just feel too young for you to kind of be invested in. It's not like you're watching It and the kids are really young and they're almost getting eaten or something. And you're like, no, I fear for the kids. You're just kind of like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess the kids are in like a little RC car now and a kid's fighting a king guy. And you're like, all right, because that makes sense. It's just like, you know, they're almost, they're, they're too young to comprehend the world of spies and gadgetry and what they're tasked to do. And so it's just kind of like, you don't totally believe it. But that's just me. I'm a fan. Go back and watch the original Spy Kids if you haven't watched them in a while or if you haven't watched them before. And I think you'll see what I mean where you can exist with some stuff that's cheesy, that's silly, that maybe looks goofy. These films have so much heart. Antonio Banderas is so, so good in those movies. That's where we got Machete before Machete became its own spinoff with Danny Trejo. I mean, it's just, they're awesome. You had great villains and Alan Cumming and Sylvester Stallone. They were just tons of fun. And to think of how far we've gotten from there, I don't know. Maybe this is one of those times where you go back, you use what worked, and you stick with that. You know, it's okay to do a little bit of new stuff here, but I get the kids got old. I get the parents got old, but there's got to be some way to honor them still or honor what the Spy Kids was. The land of lost, I almost said the land of lost toys and the misfit toys. Do you know where you had the second one with all the crazy animals? I forget what the name of the movie was of the island, but it was just creative and it was pretty ingenious, some of it. And it was really cool as a kid and as an adult. And you're like, wow, this is really something that you don't see often in some of these kids movies. So I don't know. Again, your kids will probably like it. But if you want to show them a great Spy Kids movie or even just a good film, have them watch the originals. Thanks again for listening to this adult man's take on a child's movie. I'm sure this won't be the last time, but you know, I'm always going to try to at least back it up with something informed from my own past. So, you know, we're close to the spy kids genre as always follow NT movie reviews on all social media networks, podcast platforms, and on YouTube to stay tuned for all sorts of new movie news and reviews. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time.